Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? The podcast for parents about mental health and the experience of being a parent. The podcast that discusses what it's like to be adults raising tiny humans that make us all ask, is it bedtime yet? Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? with Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene. I'm Dr. Serene, still here remotely with Dr. Jen. Hey, Serene. How's it going? It's going okay. I, you know. Oh. You know, hey, these days I will take okay. Okay is great. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, let's just dive into the topic of today's podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes, let's. Um, well, so I, I think we were going <laughs> to. Yes. <laughs> I can't even function right now, which is what we we're going to talk about. Um, we we're going to talk about a couple of things COVID burnout. I, I suggested calling this episode WTF 2022. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, we Absolutely. were just talking, like, right before we started recording, I was joking about how, like, at our last recording, we were like, and we'll be back next year with new episodes. It'll probably be all about, like, new year, new me, because that's what we always do in the beginning of the new year. But, like, seriously, what it's the not. fuck happened this year? <laughs> like. We we actually we were supposed to come back two weeks ago and had to postpone because just so much shit has been happening for both of us that we're like, we need to take an additional two weeks because WTF 2022. Yeah, it's definitely been. It, it feels like it's July. Right? It does not feel like it's like the third or fourth week of like the the new year. Yeah. It feels like we're halfway through the year. Like it just yeah. that I'm done with this year. You know what just you know what just occurred to me? The last time we recorded, I think I was like talking to you about how like, oh, in a couple of days we're leaving for Hawaii. And so like I'll I'll talk to you after I'm well rested going to Hawaii. Yeah fuck everything because we didn't end up going to Hawaii <laughs> like, like the end of last year sucked and that just rolled into this year my kid got like croup and then it turned into the super bad cold that for all intents and purposes looked a lot like COVID than we all got but we tested like seven times each and it wasn't COVID and we were just all super sick and had to cancel our trip and that's how we rolled into 2022 so uh that that's how I'm feeling about this year already so far. How have things been for you, Serene? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think same as everybody, like everybody I've talked to, their holidays were just like blah, you know, yeah. everybody was kind of still being careful. And if they did have like a party, if they did, you know, said if they said like, F it, you know, we haven't mm -hmm. had a normal Christmas and like, or normal New Year's in a couple of years, um, and they got together with even a small group, they ended up somehow They got COVID. COVID. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, yeah. like, everybody, everybody, like, right. at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I just, like, remember, um, I mean, I don't know how, I, I don't know, like, what, like, breaking the news of, like, someone having COVID was like in like other circles or whatever, but in certain circles, people are being very secretive. It's almost like having like a very um, stigmatized disease or something. I don't know. Like, mm. See, it, and I feel like that's what it used to be like. Like I feel like last year it was like 
it was like a like a shameful thing to like admit to everybody that you got COVID. Exactly. But then, but then now I feel like people have kind of like turned tides and everybody's like, well, hit us next. Here we are. Like it's kind of like even if you're vaxxed, even if you're boosted, exactly. like everybody's getting COVID. Exactly. And it was yeah. this like thing that like nobody wanted anyone to know. Like I have yeah. COVID. Don't tell people. Like, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> like it's me next, you know, or – you know, um, I, it's I, was, just, I was like waning at the pickup line at school and another mom said it to me in a way that like was so funny and so relatable. She's like, I feel like we're all in this big game of dodgeball. And it's kind of like there's only like one small line of people left and we're just like staring at this big <laughs> ball that's COVID that's just about to hit us in the face because there's only like a handful of us left. I and know. I was like, damn, that's so what this feels like. <laughs> I don't know how like. I mean, knock on wood, I just don't know how, and I don't mean to jinx you or myself, but like, yeah. I don't know how, because we've yeah. had so many exposures and I know it's just like, like your, your mom friend said, it, it literally is like just playing dodgeball and it's like the luck of the draw at this yeah. point, you know, like we're yeah. all going to get it eventually. It's just when we're going to get it is what that's, that's is. exactly what it feels like. So it's yeah. like terrifying. We're yeah. like at the final stages of the Hunger Games. and <laughs> That's another really good analogy. That's what this feels like. Yeah. Like we know, we know we're all going to go and just don't know yeah. when we're going to get it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's pretty stressful. And I feel like, I mean, to kind of roll us into like the main point of our, our, our podcast or our topic today is just this burnout everybody's just so freaking tired yeah um, well because to like exist in the state of hypervigilance that we've all been in for yeah. so long is just not sustainable like it you can't yeah. stay in this state for a long period of time and i think that's why so many people have gotten to the like fuck it stage and i think it's a little bit different not for, not for everybody in our case but like i know you and i have little like little little kids like we have babies and i think a lot of people with little kids are still like feeling that anxiety of like wanting to protect the little kids who don't have the immunity really yet yeah. but i think a lot of other people and maybe even some other people with little kids like a lot of people have just gotten to the like fuck it like there's nothing else we can do at this point stage. And that feels scary. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I know it's just like such a, it's, it's a dichotomizing topic, you know? And yeah. Um, for, even for people that, you know, I know are like, you know, maybe they're not so keen on being as cautious as some people or they're more right. you know, comfortable with going out or whatever. I mean, I feel like even they're burnt out by like, yeah. oh my gosh, I have to follow all these rules. Oh my God, I have right. to show my vaccination card or I don't want to get vaccine, whatever. Uh, right. I don't want to get the vaccine, so I have to show a COVID test. And to go to like a basketball game, you have to get COVID tested. To go to um, the restaurant, you have to get COVID tested or vaccine. Like it's just yeah. like just um, – I mean for people that, you know, are more comfortable being out and about – normal life is not normal life anymore and right. you have to like go with that and then you know for those of us that are still super hyper vigilant and we're still living like it's you know april 2020 mm-hmm. um it's exhausting for us because it's just a lot of work you yeah. know um, yeah so i don't know i think i think for everybody like regardless of how you are looking at the situation i think it's just exhausting exhaustion f- f- yeah for everyone on all fronts yeah 
And I yeah. think we, we can, we can unite on that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I know that's the other thing. Like I stand waiting for like my kid to get out of school and I feel like all the other parents, like everybody's just like nodding to each other in solidarity. Just like, just even today, like all the other parents were just like, are you as tired as I am? And we're all just like, yes, yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. I went to pick up my kid and one of the dads, you know, came to my car and he was like, how are you doing? And I was like, same shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, yeah, man, same shit. <laughs> I feel like that's like the most loaded question. Like I joke with my clients about that all the time. Like, how are you doing is like the most loaded question right now. Cause like, you want me to answer that for real? Cause like, we're all feeling so tired yeah Yeah. i mean and the world is going on you know like we still have to work we still have to take our kids to school we still have to do homework we still have to make sure they're socializing in a safe way right you know there's all these things that like still is happening i guess like i don't know i kind of look back at like march april may 2020 it's like I feel like I caught a break then. Like there right, because like everything stopped. Because everything yeah. stopped, you know? Like, yeah, you and I were still working on Zoom, but it was a lower client caseload for me at least because right. everybody was just under the impression that we're eventually going to go back to the office. And, hey, right. Serene, it's fine. I'll just see you in like a month at the office. No worries. I'm not in crisis. Yeah. And so it was like less work. <laughs> Wasn't it cute back then when we thought so that this was like a temporary thing? <laughs> So cute. But you know what I mean? It was like the world stopped. Like you couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't do anything. You were just nothing. Now it's like you – everything is like back in action. But also to add to that – not. Yeah. Have these extra things that you need to worry about and, you know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's very hard. Yeah. Have you done anything? Like have you gone to the movies yet? No, we haven't gone to the movies. I mean, the one thing we were going to do was go to Hawaii. And then we were, like, so on the fence about it. And then the the kids got sick. And then we're like, you know what? This was, like, a sign from the universe that we weren't supposed to do this mm-hmm. anyway. Like, we were having so much anxiety about it. But, like, we've done nothing. Like, we've – I'm trying – like – What about restaurants? No, we've eaten outside at restaurants a couple times. But, like, very particular about where and when and we haven't done it since like november because of the surge and everything like we went to descanso gardens uh mm-hmm. over the weekend like we were, we're trying to find like outdoor like things we can like walk around and do like we've gone to the zoo like once like we're trying to find like you know stuff like that but even still like it's so limited on the things we could do like we have a membership that we bought for the natural history museum because my daughter loves dinosaurs but we Mm -hmm. haven't done that since like last summer because we haven't felt comfortable going so it's wild what about you guys um we went to the the movies once I took them and like recently we went to see Encanto so cute I was just gonna oh my god it was on my list to talk to you about Encanto because it's about generational trauma generational trauma and I was like I was like I need to text Serene about this but I'll wait to talk to her until we record but I I assumed that you liked it yeah of course it was so Uh, good oh my god we just watched it we just watched it yesterday again for like the second or third time oh yeah like the soundtrack is on blast like yeah all the time and we keep watching it's so it's so good yeah i think i was uh, yeah i think like soundtrack wise you know like the older the older movies you know like Mm -hmm. beauty and the beast aladdin those ones like i love those soundtracks and since then there's been a pause and i think Mm -hmm. i love this soundtrack like it was like aladdin 
And then this. And then nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and now this. Love it, love it, love it. Um, yeah. But, you know, I – it's it was still colder. I mean, we're, we're in L.A., so it's, like, really right. hot today. But it was still cold when we were – um when we went to watch it and I put hoodies on the kids and I said, do not put your hoodie down. Like you keep it on your head. You don't let your head touch the chair. You don't let anything touch the chair. Like only your clothes, not your hands, not nothing. And you double mask and we can only drink water with a straw that you stick in your mask. (laughs) And I may have taken Lysol with me and I may have Lysol to the seats. Hey, I don't blame you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it was it was this whole like to do like it yeah, was just yeah. crazy um but we we did we we went and saw that in the theaters but it was nice. like a big production um on my how part. did you feel going into a movie theater like what was that like for you um very anxiety provoking because although like we had bought the tickets in advance and we were all the way in the back and there's like a half wall separating the back row from the rest of the theater which oh. made me feel okay um I, I wasn't sure if people were going to buy tickets last minute, but yeah. the movie had already been out for like over a month. So it wasn't, there was maybe like two other like little groups with us. Oh, that's good. Um, it was like, yeah, it was pretty empty. I felt okay. Um, especially since we were like completely like covered from head to toe. Yeah. Um, I miss going to the movie <clears> theaters. And like my daughter doesn't even remember going to movie theaters because we took her once pre-COVID. We saw Frozen 2 in theaters. She doesn't remember it. So Well, my seven-year-old doesn't remember going to to disneyland because yeah. last time we went he was like four yeah pre-covid right so so I mean, crazy i know yeah i know it's so what's crazy to me has been like seeing this through the eyes of my kids and i'm sure you can relate that like she remembers nothing before covid nothing like nothing she doesn't remember any of her teachers she doesn't remember being at her old school she doesn't remember going to movie theater she doesn't remember disneyland she doesn't remember anything yeah, my seven-year-old doesn't remember much. Wow. Like, if I really trigger his memories, it's like, yeah, yeah. I kind of have, like, this faint idea of what happened. But, yeah, I mean, my nine-year-old remembers more, obviously. Right, um, right. He's just a little older, but, yeah. Uh, um, But, yeah, and then restaurants, we've gone. But, again, it's, like, a real big production, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's, it's I don't know. It's crazy. It's, it's exhausting. It's, it's exhausting. Truly, truly exhausting. Yeah. I mean, we were joking about how, like, the baby, who's, what's she now, like, 14 months. She's, like, just over one. We were joking about how, like, she's done nothing. Like, we took her to the gardens this weekend, and she was, like, in awe of how many, like, there weren't even that many people there. Like, it was so empty. And she was, like, so interested in seeing other people and, like, playing in the grass. Like, we have grass at home, obviously, but, like, our backyard is really muddy and our front yard is, like, really dried grass. And this was her first time, like, walking through, like, grass grass. And she could have just stayed there for hours just playing in the grass. And I was just, like, this poor kid goes nowhere. (laughs) Like, it's so sad. Like, I, I I hate the word, but she's literally a COVID baby. Like it's yeah. it's so sad. She has like no experiences. Ugh, like, the last I, time I saw you, I mean, I saw you once since, mm-hmm. but the last time I like saw you and spent time with you, you had you you were just telling me that you're you found out you're pregnant. God, that's so crazy. And now I've she's never like seen almost your, a year and a half. I know, and I've never seen your baby. I know. How old he's, is he now? seven months what the hell i know he's... what's he do- what's he doing now um he's crawling oh he's having little tantrums he's 
Oh, I'm going to send you a picture. Of yes, please. It's being super funny right now. Um, <laughs> I'll send you a few when we yeah, get off. Totally bossy. Totally, you know, he he thinks he's like his brother's age. You know, he, he wants to wow. be around them. He wants to play on their tablets. He wants to play on their switches. He uh, Not like a typical seven-month-old, definitely. Right. Like it's very interesting seeing his development having two much older brothers and yeah what he's copying and what he's doing um oh my god very... look at that cheese smile <laughs> i know this was like <laughs> a couple of weeks ago uh, oh my goodness yeah, yeah so it's crazy funny. it's so like just thinking about the fact that like we used to record together every week and like be at each other's houses recording seeing each other's kids to like now we both have kids that we've never met who are like turning into people it's so strange it's very strange yeah yeah but yeah he's definitely a person now and, and yours yeah. is almost like a year and a half that's yeah like, what she is a it's person. wild i'll send you a picture of her in the grass <laughs> <laughs> so what can you do about covid burnout oh god i don't know i mean like it's so cliche but like I know I say it all the time. Self-care. Self-care. But <laughs> seriously, I think – but it – what I've been talking to my clients a lot about and what I've been really trying to focus on is that, like, the intention behind the self-care is what's important. Because, like, we always talk about, like, the self-care can look so different for so many people. But, like, going and taking a shower or exercising or, like, whatever the thing is, like, could just be literally taking a shower or exercising. If you hate exercising, that's obviously not going to be good self-care for you. If you're taking, like, a quick five-minute shower just because you're gross and haven't showered in days, like, that's not truly self-care. Like, I think for me what's important is, like, the intention and mindfulness you put behind the self-care and think of it as, like, I'm going to actually take the time and be mindful and, like, use this as a practice of self-care and I think that's what makes the difference okay so like <laughs> can you give me an example just asking for a friend <laughs> asking for a friend well I think like I think like you really have to listen to yourself and figure out like I feel empty I feel depleted what are the things that help fill my cup what are the things that help re-energize me and then like being mindful to like take those things into consideration and doing it so it, I mean it looks different for everybody but I know for me like taking the time to like tell my husband like I am burnt out I need you to tap in even if it's like the middle of his work day and he's like upstairs working upstairs and be like I I need like a 15 minute timeout and like he might be like oh I need I need a couple minutes to wrap this up but sure and then like not being afraid to ask for what you need right and then like using that time intentionally like don't use it to like go fold the laundry or go do the things you need to do but like like sitting the fuck down and like recharging or like or like I don't know like doing whatever the thing is that you haven't been able to do but it, I don't know it's hard to come up with a specific example because I feel so burnt out right now but you know like I think being intentional yeah. with your time and and advocating for what you need yeah you know that's definitely I think it's a struggle for a lot of people because um you know I mean, at least for me and my husband, we have to kind of balance our jobs. So yeah. when I'm working, like I need to sit 10 hours straight, have sessions. He has to be with a baby or, you know, the two days right. where the babysitter comes, he has to go to the office to do stuff he can only do from his office because right. of stuff they have in the office that we don't have at home. Um, or, you know, like it's just, it has to be like 
you watch the baby and I have to take care of this. Or mm-hmm. like you have the baby and I'll take the one kid to soccer and one kid to basketball and then drive back around, grab you and the baby and then go back and pick them up. Like, you know, like right. it has it's not um like I feel like we don't have that like luxury of like, hey, can you take care of everything for an hour and I'm going to go nap. Like, right. Right. We don't have that right now. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people as well are struggling with that or like, you know, I think I hear a lot of people say, you know, like I really want to get into like a healthy routine. I really want to start exercising. I feel the best when I'm exercising. I feel the best when I'm eating healthy. I feel the best when I'm like doing all these like fill in the blank healthy lifestyle stuff Mm -hmm. but I sit in front of the tv eight o'clock at night and I just want to munch on chocolate or chips you know and just veg out and then the next day I feel like pure shit because my body's like I'm dead Mm -hmm. so it's like this what I keep hearing people say is like a either it's like impossible because of like work and childcare and people zooming and people having classes shutting down because of COVID and having yeah. to be there picking up their kids from the school calling you saying the class was exposed, come pick up your kid and keep them home or get them COVID. You know, like there's this disaster and then there's I'm not taking care of myself the way I should and I'm just practicing like whatever is going to like doing whatever is going to get me through the next hour. And right. then the next day I'm like feeling like pure crap because I shouldn't have done that. Like right. it doesn't feel good. Um, I'm, I'm seeing that a lot more now mm-hmm. than I used to, you know? Well, I think like we had said before, I think because like everybody's running on fumes right now, like we've been in this holding pattern for so long and things are only getting worse, not better. <laughs> so I think like everybody's so depleted and like so at the end of their reserve that it's hard to be able to access anything right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I know like for me specifically, like I had been for for months I had been doing I had found a trainer and I was doing Pilates which I'd never done Pilates before in my life but I was doing like one-on-one training and it had been so good and I feel like I was feeling better I was feeling stronger I was feeling re-energized like I felt like that was really good self-care for me and then all of a sudden like this Omicron shit hit and I canceled everything and I was just like I don't feel safe going but that's been like the one thing that I was using is self-care and I'm like, I can't access that right now. And I know there's a bunch of things I could do instead, but I'm not. And, you know, I I have to figure out what I can do for self-care instead, like as a replacement. But it's just, it's a bummer when you like find a thing or you know what thing could be helpful and you just can't do it right now. Yeah, you just can't. Like yeah. sa- same as you, you know, I signed up to like a, a- a workout space thing whatever and I I figured I'll go it opens at 5 a.m I can go Mm -hmm. at 5 a.m I start work at 7 so I can you know go at 5 and get it out of the way and no one will be there like who's gonna be there at 5 a.m right um I had this like great plan and sure enough like with a baby I'm I'm not gonna wake up at 4 45 to get there like (laughs) like nope it's been two weeks I haven't gone once yeah um so all these things that like I know we you know in a typical world we would do and it's just not a typical world and like yeah I think everyone's just so tired and we're doing a lot of us are just doing all the wrong things you know Mm -hmm. and that's okay I guess for now it's a survival like I think right now everybody is literally just like functioning to try to survive yeah (sighs) what a year already 
what a year. What the fuck, 2022? <laughs> we were so cute. New year, new me. Yeah. Well, the new year, new me signed up to that workout thing and <laughs> hasn't gone once. So take uh, it from me, folks. <laughs> take it from me. Yeah, we uh, uh right before we were going to start recording, I... I got a text from a friend being like, hey, did you hear about the newer version of Omicron that, or like the newest sub variant that just uh, they just announced that's like way more contagious and like way more blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, fuck, dude, like, <laughs> like we just we can't catch a break. I feel like with every variant, it's like the muscles of the dodgeball crew are coming out. You yeah. know, like they're bringing out the heavy hitters to make yep. sure all of us just get knocked out. Yeah, they're like, we cannot leave anybody still standing. <laughs> well, way to go, COVID. You're almost there. Man. Oh, God. Well, I think this is a good space to wrap up. I think, yeah. you know, this episode was just to kind of like normalize everybody's yeah. experience of, of being tired, being burnt out, being yeah. exhausted, you know, feeling like, yeah. okay, this year too shall suck. Yeah. Yeah. And it's but we are all in this yeah. together. Again, to when my then six year old said, We can't all be in the same boat, then it's gonna sink. <laughs> so he's still uh, right. He is still right. And, and we're and all gonna later, sink together. Right. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Oh goodness. Well, on that note. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, anything, email us at isitbedtimeyetpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at isitbedtimeyetpodcast with underscores between each word or isitbedtimeyetpodcast on Facebook. And find us on Patreon at isitbedtimeyetpodcast. Yep. And this is Dr. Serene, and I'm here with Dr. Jen, still asking, is it bedtime yet? Yeah.